Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It might as well be spring. It might as well. <laughs> I, mean, I know. We're not supposed to talk about weather. So. I know. I don't care. It is so nice out. <laughs> Today's a good day to get out and have a walk. Okay, so we've been doing this campaign where um, different students um, around the Twin Cities community are sending us letters that we're going to give to people in the older community and older homes. They're called Valentine's Thank cards, you. Julia. Thank you, Lori. And so <laughs> I think if, if you follow us on social media at all, Quinn posted some photos yesterday of the stacks and stacks yep. and stacks yep. that different schools have sent to us. So I just grabbed three of them, Lori. Okay. Because I think they're so cute. So this is just an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper folded in half with a beautiful ombre coloring on. Rainbow. We've got an artist here. Yes. And it says, um, I hope you always will be loved, even if you live by yourself. <laughs> Does not mean that no one loves you. Aww. My name is Henry, and it it my favorite color, favorite F-A-V-R-I-T, color, C-O-L-O-R, is blue, <laughs> and my favorite sport is soccer from Henry. Oh, oh that's Henry. so nice. And here's a cute one. Happy Valentine's Day with a cat on the cover. Oh, and it very says, nice. You're cool. Because, you know, that used to be something on all the Valentine's Day. You're cool. <laughs> and I meow you. And Aww. it says, smile. You're cute and loved. Hope you have a good Valentine's Day. And even if you don't feel loved, you are loved. Also, you will always, always be someone special and have have me in your heart. P.S. Feel special because you are. Aww. Love, Mila. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, so these can all go to Friends & Co., which was formerly Little Brothers Little- Friends of the Elderly. Yes. And we have till today. So today is the last day that you can send these in or drop them off at the front desk. So if you yeah. have some that you still haven't gotten to us, today is technically the last day that we're accepting them. It seems we gotta like get- that some schools did this. Like some it's teachers opposite. had yeah. the so kids. So cute. And one cute. said, I'm in second grade, S-E-K-I-N. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just so cute. But yeah. anyways, this is so lovely what schools are doing for. Yeah. You know, and even just like my talk just, listeners, our listeners. I love it. I went through a lot of these yesterday and that thing you're talking about. There was a very random one. It was just a, a, a really long letter about this lady who has this dog that she brings to visit elderly people all the time and how much joy it brings her. And the dog's name was uh, uh, Frito or something. But it was just there's there's so many stories that yeah. our listeners are sharing that That's are beautiful, so you know. Like it, we like it. Anyway, well, what do we know? It's people, Wednesday. People are lonely, you know. I mean, I think of my mom and like all of her friends, and they're all widows, mm. and they're all like in their late seventies to mid eighties, and they've, I mean, you know, been alone for a long time. Like my mom has been a widow for like twelve years. Has it been that long been since that Steve long? has passed? Yeah. Wow. And and then also, you know, then too, when people get older, no one wants to drive at night. Right. And you know, some places where you live, people are kind of spread out. And we have so thank God sec- for FaceTime. Oh. Ha, true. You know what I mean? Yep. That's how like my mom, you know, FaceTimes with every with her friends and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. But anyway, I just thank that's thank you everybody. A lot of people I happy. Know, yeah, that's it. really sweet. And who knows who could you know what'll come out of it? What it'll you know do to somebody as far as you know just lifting their heart up? It's so nice. Yeah. Like you said, there are a lot of these people who don't have family in the state or don't have any family in general. And just or, a nice message. Or they're just, separated kind kind of, they can't help it. Because of their medical conditions. They may yeah. not even be in the same. Exactly. Lily mm-hmm. deals with this at the hospital all the time. And that's the, so the saddest thing she sees is these people that are all alone and yeah. have, you know, maybe their kid lives in Florida so they can't come to see him right. all the time. Or their husband's right. in a different wing because oh, he's not man. as bad as she is. And it's just sad. So, <sighs> well, I took the day off from Pilates today to try and give my bowling athleticism a roaring chance to maybe have two good games tonight <laughs> instead of my typical one out of three. It was probably smart because I played pickleball two days in a row, and my left leg, I think, is on backwards. Okay. It's oh. just backwards. Oh. You need to get into the straps I, on a Pilates I, You know what? I've been doing straps at home because yes. I have the things, and I've been doing it. I just have a, a wonky wonker right now. It'll be fine. Does that mean a hip, a leg it's, socket? I, I don't know. Is it... Your vagine? Is, it, no, that is not. Okay. I, as I am that a was a confident had, answer. I'm that. in practice. I've been practicing. <laughs> that is not. Julia's talking about sex. Not and really. It's only 3.10. Not really. You brought it up. Okay. I, I didn't did. want to say a word. But I do hope to like, I w- really would like to get back to the bowling athleticism of old where I can be counted on for two out of three games. Yeah. One out of three. It's just... It's really uh, my bowling confidence, you know, demoralized. Yeah, it it does affect you because I my tennis game. Because like, how much fun is it to suck? Well, okay, if the whole team sucks and you're all laughing about it, but underneath it still kind of makes it is painful. Painful. And I have to joke about it and say, oh, it doesn't matter that much. I'm like, I really stink. I know because we're competitive. At the end of it all, although my team is not really competitive, kind of because I guess. When the My Talk team got together 20 years ago, Julia, we took first place. You started at the top. We started at the it's top. It's hard to do that we, again. We, we took. They won. We won. Oh. On a women's league. Oh. The very first year. That's yeah. took impressive. Took the hardware. That's I know. So impressive. then now we've never really felt like we had to try. It was like, uh, you know. <laughs> it's a given. You already got respect that first year, That's but I feel right. like you got to revisit it every two or three. That's right. No, the pressure I'll feel to want to win is the MyTakis next year. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, Lori. But the listeners do agree with me in I that it does seem a bit fakakta <laughs> to have everybody do the weigh-in. Yeah, after the fact. After the voting Maybe is we'll over. change it next that year. That might change. And have people weigh their case and then... And then maybe just. I have- was really the only one who talked about it on the daily basis. No, where, where? We, we did win. That's we right. We did win. <laughs> and I gave people specific voting instructions. I just say, like, these two categories today, here's who we'd like. And even a couple of the Academy. Yeah. And I said, vote for a couple of Jason. I think you did Janet Ortega for Jen Jason. Ortega. Yeah. I, I disagreed with myself. Yeah. I can't people- back my nominee anymore, our nominee. <laughs> I think our show, though, with the guest host next Monday is going to be a lot of fun because people are going to do spoofs on our segments. Oh, oh I hope I so. Think they, I hope they have a blast, so that'll yeah. be kind of a fun day. Are you going to listen? No. No. If I'm for sure, I, I will listen be on the app. Yeah. I bet I listen. Yeah, you I will. I bet I listen because yeah. I, I think it's fun. Yeah, oh, it's I, be I'm hilarious. planning on doing things on Monday, Julia. 
that I don't, you know, you don't get ever to, have time to do in yeah. the right. afternoon because we're here. So. Right. I'm like what, go to happy hour at two? Yes, Julia, <laughs> I am going right. to happy hour. And I, even though I don't like happy hour on Monday, I'm going to make a happy hour plan on Monday because I can. Exactly. Because <laughs> we can. We earned it. Yeah. That's it. Oh, and then maybe luck. call in. No, we won't. But the oh, I hope you do. Yeah. I double dare you. Yeah. I've just had a couple. You're doing it all wrong. <laughs> I've got a couple strategic things for you to mention <laughs> in this next hour. Grant, I sent Grant the emails. He'll forward them. Right. <laughs> um, okay, listen, we got to go because we've got our story we can't get enough of, and it involves nuts and flowers. It's scary. <laughs> Okay, gang, the big day. It's Sunday. Are you having extra people over? Do you need some better seating? Or do you just need some something comfortable in your house? Do you have a furniture hole in your heart? I mean, you were having like a, a couch. I a had a couch sh- hole in my heart. You had a couch heart. hole in your heart. Mm-hmm. I've had different, so many different. I think my entire house is furniture matter at this point. I had a lamp hole in my heart. I got some really nice lamps yeah. from that were I was able to keep. But... Yeah, Casey is in love with that couch. She's like, I can't believe how much I love this couch because it is a, it's a um, comfy. Yeah, and what's the brand again? Flex Steel. Flex Steel. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it doesn't have the seat cushions. It's what they call a hardback, mm-hmm. and he likes a that kind a of firm a firm back without all the pillows yes, and all the other stuff yes, to deal he was with. So happy about it's, that. The space saver couch too. So yes, people, they have true. different you know lengths of couches and things like that. And remember at Furniture Manor, if you love it and it's on the showroom floor, you can take it home with you, or they'll send it to, in a truck to you the next day. That's Furniture Manor. Okay, everybody, time to talk nuts and flowers. Let's start with the nuts, and by nuts I mean N U T Z. If you woke up this morning and you love to check Twitter. Maybe you were going to see, you know, what was going on with the State of the Union speech last night or what anything breaking news, what's happening in Turkey. No, what is trending? Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee, who's, you know, adjacently been in the news because of the Pamela Anderson yes. documentary. Uh, he um, he shared, and it's just about six months after we saw all of the front of the bait and the tackle. Mm-hmm. Remember he put that on Twitter? And what was yeah. it, just because I can? Yeah, I think it is just completely a just shock value yep. thing. He tweeted, hey, Mr. Peanut, you know, the Peanuts Nuts, their yes. real handle. Yes. Let's collab, all bring the nuts, N-U-T-Z. And, of course, I was like, well, Tommy Lee, what what's going on? And it is Tommy Lee. Um, from the backside. Backside and with the... Bait and tackle. No, you, you see the bottom of his butt and then through the butt crack or through the space, you see his the gap. long... The gap in his legs. The saggy balls. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> it, it, it was... I was just like, scream because you can't unsee that. And so I did not retweet it. But, not just screamed. You showed it to all of us. Well, I warned light. it. I warned you. <laughs> Um, but, but Jan Brady, you know, who another fought, funny one. She, yeah, she's like, well, I guess that answers the boxers or briefs question because I oh. have for many years on this program, Grant, been a real strong advocate of men wearing briefs to get men out of boxers. The no underwear thing, you will start sagging, just like by women's the time breasts. you're forty. Yes, just like you breasts. know, everything on the body sags at yes. some point. Yeah. And those you never balls, want the toilet bowl dip. That's right. And those balls at Tommy Lee, those nuts, are not what Pamela Anderson remembers. <laughs> okay. That might make her rethink thinking anything. People, but I think it's so funny. I have to admit, hey, but Mr. He Peanuts. Hasn't 
OnlyFans account. It's he's giving away yeah. the nuts for free. Well, well that isn't that a pretty of a picture, Lori. Really I would never isn't. pay for that. I'm no. sorry. It is no. disgusting and gross. At yeah. the same time, very funny. And why this is even more funny uh-huh. is Jeff and I are um, dry roasted peanuts fans. Mm-hmm. Like we go through two bottles a week. Okay, and so we've noticed the quality has gone down substantially and i'm like who's gonna contact mr peanuts and tommy it's kind Lee. of a joke so it, that's kind of tommy funny Lee. that they show him the twitter that, that tommy's up on the, <laughs> well you know motley crew is going out on tour in a few days so maybe that's it but people were really just like you know it, it made you laugh though you it gotta admit it makes you laugh because i thought that was funny yeah they're doing uh this saturday they're a co-headlining a show with defer def leopard in atlantic city so oh, what a show yeah and sunday but anyway so anyway people are not we're not like thrilled with the old man ball uh photo but, but it, it is, did make you laugh it is a reminder to Please wear, wear your tidy whiteies. That's or right. boxer, the boxer new briefs. tight ones, the yeah. boxer briefs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, in the flower department, <laughs> the bone that we have to pick is with um, uh, Courtney Kardashian, oh. who, who now she must fancy herself some kind of a uh, you know fancy genital sommelier because what she's talking a <laughs> genital sommelier. Okay. <laughs> You have to grant, nope. isolate this audio and just save it for Lori's funeral. <laughs> yeah, right. Three twenty-one twenty. Got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she is. What is she doing? I just see her. I mean, I get such, up early to work out. It's such a depressing trend of celebrities, you know, putting out things that you know that they don't believe in, that they're just getting paid to do, and now. Um, Kourtney Kardashian has had this supplement brand just called Lemmy, L-E-M-M-E. Okay. Okay. And now she has rolled out a Lemmy per vaginal health gummies, a.k.a., you know. Is it a suppository kitty, kitty for, for, for $30 a bottle? Do you eat them? I don't know. You don't. Yeah, you eat them. You don't put them up your uh, your vagine. But people, okay. I am so sick of the vitamin grift from these people. And Kourtney Kardashian is a grifter. She is a vagina grifter. Okay, my vagina grifter. She is. This is an R-rated show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because she claims it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It will help 
Vaginal, here's what the caption reads. Vaginal health is such an important part of women's overall well-being and not talked about enough, which is why we're excited to launch this. Give your vagina the sweet treat it deserves and turn it into a sweet treat. We've got pineapple and vitamin C and probiotics to target vaginal health and pH levels that support freshness and taste. Now, I looked at the comments. She does not have people being very... Taste. Yeah, yeah, and the gummies are yellow, okay, which I can tell you right now, shades of yellow are not something you want coming out of your poosh. Oh, God. Okay? Okay? Okay. And and, uh, Dr. Jen Gunter, who wrote the book, The Vagina Bible, and she's always, she wrote a scathing, she said, anyone who suggests your vagina isn't fresh and needs an improved taste is an awful person, and yes, that includes you, Kourtney Kardashian. She also called out the myth of eating pineapples. Oh, good. I was wondering. Yeah. And pharmacists and ER doctors are not here for Lemmy Purr either, because... Vaginas, we'll say it again, are self-cleaning ovens. Yes, they There's are. no such thing as an unclean vagina unless it hasn't you haven't had a bathe <laughs> in in a few days. And if nothing else, you can always walk, watch out your wash your pocketbook. You okay, know, here's the with thing. a horse bath. Yes. Here's the thing about this is I really hope we have got some new listeners today. Yeah. Just tuned in. Yeah. Just try Lo J. Mm-hmm. And they just tuned in and they just got that whole experience. But I the idea that every woman needs to have the same no. taste, the same smell, it's just That's it's the like, beauty of it all. It's so gross. And now you know that Gwyneth Paltrow is somewhere scheming with her uh, fake no. scientists. Why didn't I think of this? Why first? didn't I think of this? I know I'll do a, a, a I'll do a vagina gummy that you insert inside. That'll show poosh. Anyway, it's just I, people really hate it, and I don't know. Is this Courtney or Chloe? This is Courtney. I don't know whose vulva they're talking about that needs all this treatment. But, yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. That's just, yeah, well, I mean, this I, is a good PSA. Then I mean, you are not supposed to do anything, and even soap and water. Your water's fine. I mean, literally. Yes. Um, all natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a self cleaning. Like I said, oh. she's a genital sommelier now, and she's going to give us uh, love this. It's just absolutely <laughs> such a ridiculous thing. And if you look at the promo. She's in a yellow sweater, rolling around with cats running around her. I mean, if she wants to get on board something that has had the worst PR of any medical thing, she can get on board the perimenopause bus if she wants, but nobody go. trusts her to do anything. Okay, you're... All right, are you done? Passionate. Julia Sugarbringer, look at the time. Oh, wow. I really hope our new author was listening. I hope everybody was. You don't, you don't need a low-calorie gummy to have a vagine that's a sweet treat. It's pump. already a sweet treat. Probiotics are for your tummy. Oh. Anyway. All right, what's happening with the traffic? In the podcast, you guys, I can mark it clean or unspecified. Oh, this hour go. is probably going to be... Unspecified. Call it Viva La Volva talk. <laughs> Alright, everybody. We want you to be prepared when you are out there shopping for homes. Um, you want to be prepared because the market is tight. There aren't as many homes on the market right now, of course, but there are gonna be a lot more coming up. But That's you, right. depending on what price range you're looking in, 
The inventory goes so quickly, you need to make sure you're pre-approved. You've got a letter of authorization. You do whatever the team at First Equity tells you to do, right? Well, here's a testimony from Jason and Amy. David was fantastic with doing our loan. He was close to in less than a week, like magic, but it is not. It is skill and knowledge. Thanks to David and his team with making the process simple and stress-free, giving our timeline. Thank you so much. So, I mean, it, it is skill. It is. it is. You need to know what's going on. The number to call for equity, 763-251-8000. Or you can always go to my talk keyword, David. David. Find out your options. We have another Low J Book Club pick. And, of course, uh, our book club is brought to us by the Book Club Restaurant. Be sure and mention the Low J Book Club the next time you're at the Book Club Restaurant. And you'll enjoy a free hot toddy. Yes. On the house. And our, our we're so excited. We've never read one of Deborah's book. But Deborah Crombie is with us. Uh, her Duncan Kincaid and Gemma James. This is like 19th in the series. Um, we read it. It's our first time. Killing A Killing of Innocence. An absolute page turner, and we are delighted to meet you, Deborah. Hi, it's Hi. nice to meet you too. Actually, when I was reading your book, I did think I thought I know, I know these detectives. Duncan? So I may have read one of your books because uh, we really do love a police procedural mystery thriller, and it was nice to know you could read out of order. Yeah, I tried to. Uh... I try to put in a little bit of background information in every book so that if you haven't read previous books in the series, you won't be you won't be too lost. No. But I also want to make it interesting enough that people will want to go back and read the earlier books in the series and find out how you got to the present book. Well, mission it's accomplished. So, no, I know. Like Laura <laughs> said, the killing of innocent a killing of innocence, it's the first time we've ever read you. Can you give everybody the setup of the book? I have uh, two metropolitan police detectives, and it's it's not too big a spoiler if you read the jacket copy on this book. Um, they started out as professional partners, and now 19 books later are married with a blended family. So this is uh, Detective Superintendent Duncan Kincaid and Detective Inspector Gemma James. Um, they are now actually on different teams, and Duncan's team uh, is investigating the stabbing of a young trainee, female young trainee doctor in historic Russell Square in Bloomsbury. Uh, Gemma gets to consult on the case because she's working on a task force um, collecting information on knife crime. So that's that's how I get both of them working on the case. It's so good, and, and like Lori said, I mean, you've done 19, this is your nineteenth book, and we've I've never read one before, and it I never could tell that I was missing out on anything or didn't have knowledge. I love the description. So you you're from Texas, but you spent a lot of time in Scotland and England. I lived in uh, in Edinburgh and in Chester in England, but I um I try to spend as much time every year in the UK as I can. Obviously the last couple of years were hard. Yes. <laughs> so I went back in October. It was my first trip since November, 2019. And I just, it was just fabulous to be there. 
Yeah. And yeah. Walk the streets that are in the book. Yes. Well, and you can tell your love of, you know, London and, you know, everything comes through in your writing because you do feel, even if you've never yourself been to London, you feel, you, you paint the picture of it and you can see the square, you can see the pub. I mean, it's just, it's very intoxicating how you tell your stories. I love those details. <laughs> um, that make you feel like you are actually in the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a I'm a geography nut. You are okay. Well, I mean, I, it it is. You paint that picture, and it really is. And I've only been to London, you know, a few times, but I was just like, you know, I need really need to rethink that because you always forget how <laughs> wonderful England is. People keep telling me they want me to organize walking tours yes. of London based on my book. Yes. That's a great idea. Okay, so if you're just joining us, we're talking with Deborah Crombie. Her latest novel is The Killing of Innocence, an absolute page turner, and I absolutely love it when a medical examiner is involved. <laughs> I mean, I ever oh, and since he's a ditchy, he's a ditchy, yeah, forensic pathologist. I just find that so interesting. I remember like getting into it with Patricia Cornwell, Cornwell. yeah, the well, K. Scarpetta character, all mm-hmm. that time ago, and so I. I love, love, love that. And how do you keep it fresh? I mean, so you've been writing about these two characters for quite a while. Um, do, do you struggle with that at all? Or how does a new idea come to you? Well, I, I've kind of had a floating timeline because every book has been contemporary when it was written. But my characters have only aged, you know, the, their time has only gone forward about five years which oh was, nice which was a good idea because <laughs> otherwise they would be retired by this time right. um but you know the the cast has kind of grown like topsy and uh they work different cases and there are more series characters that come into every book that i always want to write about and um so it it has stayed really interesting for me and hopefully for for readers too because we get to do something different in every book yeah i think if i were writing one character in one place that you would get tired of it yeah and you would probably get tired of it ah yeah i would get tired of it but i can never get in you know at this point in the series i can never get in all the characters that i really like well, you got a lot in, I thought. I mean, because yeah. for a first-time reader, I just loved it. And I and I really was thrown off. I mean, I couldn't figure it out oh, at all, at all. The ending, yeah. And so I love a mystery that takes you all the way to the very, very end and mission accomplished, Deborah. It's just you. It, we're really excited that we finally got to read you and know about you now and can go back, like you said, and read some of your other books. Well, they're all available. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> which is great, and uh, but it's fine to start with the new book, and yeah. then it's, you can you can go back and dip into the series in other books. Deborah, were you were you a Nancy Drew fan when you were a kid? I was. I um, I I, I believe it. I I mean I can see that because I feel like there's with a lot of people who love writing mysteries, they they lost they started with Nancy Drew. I think so many of us did. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that the mysteries were all that good looking back on it, but, but it doesn't uh, matter. You know, we love 
Yeah, we, we loved, loved the setup. Yeah, we loved reading and going along on the adventure. And also, Nancy Drew was very aspirational. If you read her, you know, before Title Nine and you know before birth control pills, you think about it. She's a very aspirational uh, character for yeah, for, for women. Yeah, she was. Mm-hmm. Um, she was. I've been. Uh, I've been listening to. Um, Lucy Worsley's biography of Agatha Christie, which has been really interesting too, and what an aspirational character she was. Yes, we have our our friend yes. who's a movie critic is a real Agatha Christie Christy. nut, and um, I remember when he read this book. Is this the book that talks about those like twenty days where Agatha Christie disappears? does cover that I oh she does okay far, okay but it, it, it is supposed to be like you know it's new it just came out and it's supposed to be like the okay. definitive agatha christie biography and so far and she reads it herself i'm actually listening to it on audible and it's oh. really interesting and anybody who thinks agatha christie books were cozy hasn't read them very carefully oh. no they haven't and you think about how many ways they've remade some of her books into movies over and over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? They seem to be pretty timeless. Deborah, I think that was one of the, go ahead. Oh, I think that was one of the first things that made me want to go to England and write English books. Reading Agatha mm-hmm. Christie now. Oh, I love that. I know. Um, Deborah, I could see um, Duncan Kincaid and Gemma James. I mean, being in a TV series, I think of, you know, some of the shows that we have, Slow Horses, you know, Happy Valley. I mean, they're, they're, what, what's going on with the, the TV series interest? Oh, my uh, my Audible narrator also reads Slow Horses, and oh. he's fabulous. So I love those, too. Um, I, well, we've had a couple of options for TV series mm-hmm. that haven't just haven't quite worked out, and I think my agent is talking to somebody else at the moment but i've learned to just kind of not ask too many questions and if it happens it happens yeah so but it would be so much fun it it really would i I think you could do do great things with this cast of characters well look at how long it took louise penny to get inspector gamash to the small screen yeah, it yeah, does they take done a, long a good time. job too. Mm-hmm. I think it was a pretty emotional experience, but uh, but I think they did a good job. Yeah, I think so. Well, we loved meeting you, Deborah. Uh, thank you so much. Now I hope we're going to be on your radar. So the next book that comes, comes out, out, you get a request from, and your publicist says, "Oh, these this Lori and Julia want to talk to you." You'll remember and say, "Oh yeah, I want to talk to those ladies." I would love. I would love to, and I'm so glad you enjoyed the book, and I hope you'll go back and pick up some of the earlier ones. Absolutely. Did we lose her? I don't think so. Deborah? I'm still here. Oh, yeah. Okay, there we go. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for your time again. And uh, the book is A Killing of Innocence. We both read it page, page, page turner. I even finished before you, Lori. You did. Which is unusual, Deborah. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with us today. And for our listeners, uh, we have a couple copies to um, send out to you. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. And we're going to take a break. Bye, Deborah. Bye, Deborah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye. We'll be right back. 
everybody. It's uh, Lori and Julia here for Hammernick's Interior Solutions, the the metro area's largest flooring store. You're going to have the best selection of inventory. You're going to get the best pricing. And if you need design help for your home or your business, you also have that. And you're supporting a family-owned business and very involved in our community. We just got done with the Winter Carnival, and Hammernick's is such a big community supporter of that and they're just a great place to do business with and you'll find what you're looking for yes and for commercial and residential and they have designers on staff to help make you the dis- right help you make the right decisions that fit your budget and a lot of times that's of course that's going to be important to everybody but you also want to make sure you're making the right decision on the color um i have to give a shout out for carpet um, carpet in some rooms in your house is glorious with a beautiful pad that I got from Hammernix. My new carpeting. I love, love, love it. You will to Hammernix.com for more information. Julia, I was so happy. Love is the law alerted me. And then the Minnesota State Fair alerted me this morning. Twitter was very busy between Tommy Lee Nuts and... Um, uh, the other news uh, with the president speaking last night, but I was <laughs> oh, that other news, that other news, <laughs> but big grandstand news. Yes. We were wondering what was going to be our first big concert. We're going to hear about it. Duran Duran is going to be at the state fair on Thursday, August 31st in the grandstand. Niall Rogers and Sheik will be opening. Okay, now that is fun. Uh, also Bastille, the band Bastille, Bastille, Bastille. Bas- B A S T A, like Bastille, like Bastille days, and so two, um, and it's to support their new album. And, you know, they sounded really great at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, tickets go on sale Thursday, February sixteenth at ten a.m. And I am definitely once again adding. <laughs> To my concert collection, how many concerts can you go to? Let's everybody be in a race. Oh, oh my god! No, Lori, seriously, you? seriously, I, this will be the most jam-packed concert tour of my life because 100%. Yeah. it's all the main ones. Seriously, yeah. yeah, but I mean, like Duran Duran. This is like really going to be a fun night. That'll so be a fun night. I'm getting a girlfriend posse together. Um, Casey is out on yep. this night. Now, something Casey will be in that is just newly announced. What Very is it? excited. The what suburbs is- are going to be playing Friday night at First Avenue, April 21st. Tickets go on sale cool. this Friday. The hangups are opening. If you've never seen the suburbs in concert, they are so, so, so good. Yeah. So, so good. Yep. And they only play First Avenue like maybe once a year. Right. So anyways, so those tickets go on sale Friday, but that's at April 21. So I kind of feel like, you know, the concert season is kicking off for me March 6th, March 5th, excuse me, Springsteen. Oh, yeah. At the Excel. Uh-huh. Pamela McNeil was at the Tampa, I think, where the kickoff was. She did a long Facebook review. I'm beyond Oh, you're gonna excited. So yep. About I'm gonna have FOMO. You I will do, have FOMO. You know, for that one. I will totally have FOMO for mm-hmm. that one. I went to his last two here. I just yep, I'm gonna have FOMO. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it though, too. Are you? I really am. Yeah. Well, it's good to get prepared for your disappointment ahead of time. <laughs> I I approve of that strategy. I really have. And you know, today all over the news, Pat Benatar announces a new tour of eight cities, but she of course is opening up for pink. For pink. When she comes here. Yeah. And Group Love is going to be part of the Target Field performance with Pink. Now, that one, 
I want to go to. I got two tickets for I that know. one. And, uh, you already have a date. Uh, well, I do. I do have a date, but you know, you could be the backup date. I could in be the backup the date. date doesn't mm-hmm. come but in town. But yeah, I. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Mommy. So I'm really hoping that the grant. I, I really feel like the Minnesota State Fair, the, you know, Nate and whoever else is booking the music, they're going to have a rich Lollapalooza of acts to choose from because it seems like everybody is hitting the road. Everyone, yeah, it. Everyone's hitting the road, I, and I so maybe that'll be good because that means it should be an epic lineup of grandstand shows. And last and year the was Liney so fun. Lodge. Oh my gosh, we love. I that's my favorite place to see a concert. It is really Kinda. fun. My mom was just talking to me about because we're talking about this Brooks and Dunn concert. Right. And the first one of the first times my mom saw her was back in the day at what before it was the Liney, but it was that stage? Oh yeah, that Brooks, Liney, and Dunn. Brooks and oh. Dunn performed there. Back in the '90s or something, and my mom was like, "It was just awesome," and she loved it. So, where are mm-hmm. you? When is the Brooks and Dunn concert at Excel? Um, it's June. It's like the June six or something like that. It's like the first weekend. You two are going to be tired this summer. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know. You too. Well, I'm not going to be, Joy. I'm just because that's something I tell myself ahead of time. I'm not, not going to be, be tired, tired, and then I'm not. It's not going to happen. See? Yeah, you can power through that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you tell yourself you're going to be tired, you're going to be this. You will be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all about the attitude. You will be. Um, Madame Tussauds unveiled two wax statues today, one of Drake and one of Rihanna. The Drake one is in London. The Rihanna one, of course, they're doing ahead of the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. the Rihanna Bowl. We posted it for you. Um, Isn't it kind of amazing we haven't had any leaks at all about her performance? Not a one. And usually I feel like... Like when it was Lady Gaga, you know, I'm so excited. I'm getting ready to do this. We knew she was coming in in a helicopter. I mean, like we've known stuff. We know nothing this is, about the halftime show at all. It's and it's good. in three days or whatever. Listen, and I, I think I think Rihanna is taking the right legendary iconic stat, uh, status. That. She knows co- it's going to be great. She doesn't need to give us dribs and drabs. I mean, of this we or knew that. about the Compton, you know, performances last, you know, that Super Bowl performance last year. And we've always known who was going to be there in addition to or something. We know nothing. Yeah, I like it. Rihanna. Rihanna, call us. call us. But anyway, the, the wax statue is pretty good. And it's her in a Met Gala where she kind of looked like a pontiff or a pope. Yeah, she did. It was one of her, yeah. It was her Met Gala. Look it was like. a Met Gala, yeah. a diamond thing with this big, like, Pope-like hat. Yes. It was the Heavenly Bodies uh, Met Gala. So yes. I like it. It looks, it, looks it actually like her, looks like her. Our friend from uh, Patty, mm-hmm. uh, Tony, said my concert kickoff is also in March the 5th in Paris, Lizzo. There you go. How fun. Wow. How yeah. fun would yeah. that be? Well, you know, speaking of Rihanna, in 2014, she debuted the sheer Sawarski crystal encrusted naked dress with like the head turban. And she yes, was, yes, yes, yes. Do you remember that? Yes, and we they were do. just like, oh, she was ethereal and, and sexy at the same time. It was kind of amazing. And um, it felt like a call back to earlier time like you know rose mcgowan at the mtv video music awards in 98 or share at the met gallon in in 1974 when share wore that very sheer thing but you've always been like when are we going to see an end to these sheer things are we no julia it's not ending thanks to mesh glitter and carefully placed feathers the naked dress is here to stay and you and, know, and just deal with it. And just deal with it. Deal yeah. with it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. I um, 
whatever. Yeah. So just know that it's yep. not going anywhere, according to I'm several... going to get a mesh sheet for my house, and I'm just going to drape myself in it and walk around it in it. I would like you to get a mesh outfit and then... Carefully applied appliques. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then try not to have any of those move. Oh, can you, can you imagine how nervous you'd be? Because they're so close to private parts that you may or may not want exposed. Yeah. But I mean... You would have to really... And sitting down in mesh mm-hmm. and try not to sweat? Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. Yeah. So anyway, there's lots of ways to be tastefully nude in public, and it's not going anywhere. It is. Thank you for telling me. Yeah. I, that was a that was a personal announcement yeah. directed at me. And can I tell you that Sharon Stone was the hit of the Clive <laughs> Davis pre Grammys party? No, listen to this story I got, you guys. This is so great. Of course she was. Yeah. Was Austin Butler a date? No. No, apparently she sat on the stairs and greeted everybody, but when the thing got going and Lil Wayne got up on stage to do a medley of his hit, people were like going, what's that? What's that smell? And Sharon was like, I think it's me. And it was. She had asked guests in her little seating area, is it okay if I smoke? Sharon she Stone? fired up a joint. A cigarette. A, a joint. Sharon Stone? Yes, and shared Love it with it. the people next to her. Well, she brought her... It's legal in L.A. She yeah. brought her own buzz to the uh, Clive Davis pre-Grammage. Not only did she wear a great pink outfit, but she's rolling yeah. with her homies. Apparently. Okay, that just seems, that's unexpected because I know she never, she doesn't drink alcohol at all. In and my mind, I've known this about you, her. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we're just finding out today. Yeah. Lori's known it for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Lori actually smoked friends. a joint with her when she was in Hawaii at the Miss Hawaiian Topic yeah. Contest. I wish that yeah. was true. With, wow. uh, with someone else who was Shoot with you. Ski. I can't believe it wasn't her. I know. <laughs> yeah. We've, you followed her when we were out in L.A. You followed Sharon Stone into I the did. children's shoe, shoe store. store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you really do know her. You were in the same store together. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> but it doesn't surprise me at all that she smokes drinks. Come on. But that she, you know, that it, that we got that story, mm-hmm. you know, about bringing her own buzz. All right, well, there you go. We've covered a lot, and it's only been an it's hour. It's been a I know. busy Ooh. hour. Long hour. Okay. We'll be back because we got two more. This is Lauren Julia, my talk.